Time Ends Radio. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. How are you guys doing? Great, hey, man. Good, man. Great, man. How are you? Good, good. I have to ask, where are you guys? Where are you guys located? Uh, we're in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, nice. How's the weather out there? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's snowy sucks, the past week. Yeah. Oh, really? Awful. Yeah, we'd rather be in Florida or somewhere like that. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Are you? Are, so, where where are you guys originally from? From here. You guys are yeah, from there. Okay, okay. I know it's a weird question. Well, I think Tommy was born in Germany, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was born in uh, Bad Kreuznach, Germany. Oh. And I pretty much lived here all my life. Cool, cool. So I'm just going to ask you the general, basic, boring band questions. How did you guys a, come up with the name Wild Ride? <laughs> that's a, that's a well, great story. Kind of, yeah, we were, uh, we were out at a... We were having troubles coming up with a name for a while, and we were actually out at a strip club, kind of, you know, doing our thing. But uh, some chick walked by, and I said, she looks like a wild ride. And I said, that's the name of the band. That's really the way it worked out. Totally, you know, innocently. That is awesome. <laughs> that is a cool story. I've heard crazy stories. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Did well, you that's ever... how that actually come about, yeah. Did you ever let them know that, hey, you know, we named our band after you? Yeah, that girl probably, I wouldn't even remember who she is now, and she's probably not there anymore anyway, which has been a while since we've been back due to everything going on, but uh, yeah, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. How'd you guys, how'd you guys start the band? Like, you know, were you guys friends? Did you guys grow up together? Like, what's the story behind uh, that? Well, me and Tommy were in a band years ago. Uh and uh we ended up the band ended up splitting up and we we stayed connected and uh uh we were like look man let's uh let's write music even if we don't get back out and play let's at least you know we're going to be down in the basement let's at least write we're wasting our talent we can just at least you know be writing music and so we did that and we ended up uh coming across a couple other musicians and mick was one of them and that gave us three and uh we we played for a little while uh with a couple drummers in and out and then kid came along to to, to 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 finish out the lineup and uh we've been together ever since i mean kid and uh, uh mick also played in some bands around the scene too so uh uh i knew we me and tommy's known mick for a while actually kid we actually met through him coming out and uh, uh auditioning for the band so yeah drummers are hard to find yes they are <laughs> Good drummers are hard to find that is very true and this guy is a total beast i'm telling you One i heard I, I heard that's awesome. I'm lying to you. And he gets <laughs> chicks. He gets all the chicks. <laughs> well, actually, Chief does, but then Chief shares with Kid. And <laughs> this is the guy you got to watch out for back here. <laughs> the Tommy's the one. Quiet ones is the one you got to watch out for. He's the wild man. He's the blitzer. Is he? He's the, the wild blitzer. one. <laughs> he's the wild. Oh, yeah. Chess master, Jägermeister guzzling. Dude. German wow. speaking. Oh, yeah. German speaking. German speaking. Nipple tweaking. Oh. <laughs> do you speak do you speak oh, full man. uh fluid German? Uh yeah, I got mega Deutsch. Uh Ich spreche es uh, gern. Uh, 
yeah, I, it, it, I enjoy it. Um, it's, uh, I've, I've been learning it for a, quite a while. He you took know? the words right out of my mouth. I was getting to say that. And, <laughs> that's, how close, that's how connected we are, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, crap. I, I can get around. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. That's rad. Any other languages or any any of you guys? English. English, English. and then bad English. <laughs> I yeah, love that. Yeah. That's that's my like couple of my languages. Um all right, so <coughs> excuse me. So let's go around. I, I know my setup is a little different, so um let's uh let's start with uh kid. How long have you been playing? Oh shit. Um, well, I started off when I was about 13 years old, about eight years, 18 years ago, I was playing bass. Um, I decided to pick up the drums to help my buddy in my old band. He needed a drummer. So that band came and went, found these guys. I've been playing drums now for about six, seven years, something like that. Yeah. So, so you, you, you started playing drums. I just added like a uh, necessity then and, and you well, just fell in love with it or. Well, I grew my growing up, my dad had a drum kit and I used to bang on them. But, you know, I was a kid, four years old. I didn't know what I was doing. And I really kind of taught myself just listening to music because I knew what each um, each drum sounded like and what each drum was. And I basically, in a sense, I learned in my dad's truck and um, I always wanted to play drums. So I, I had that opportunity and I took it. And now I'm a full time drummer. Nice. Nice. All right, Mick, what about you? Let's see. I started off uh, with guitar, right, and then the uh, school I was at um, um, in was needing a bass player um, for their band, you know. So, like, then the band at school uh, calls me to switch from guitar to bass, and you know, I mean, um, I don't know. Pretty much since then, I've stuck with bass. You know, I have to ask this question. Did you fall in love with playing bass or is it kind of like, I just like this more I love guitar? Bass. You love bass? Okay. I love bass. Yeah, definitely. The reason why I ask is because a couple of my friends, it's same story. Their bass player goes to drums or drums goes to bass. And they always tell me like, you know, I like playing this more, but I have more fun and this makes me money. So I was just curious on, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, man. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <clears throat> All right, Chief. What's really good about Mick, though, I want to say this about him, is that he played guitar for a long time in other bands. Yeah. And I played with other bass players that were guitar players. And when they come to play the bass, they play it like a guitar. So it, they yeah. don't really have that bass feel. Mick is a guitar player. He can play guitar. He's, he's a great guitar player. But when he plays bass, he plays the bass like a bass player should play i mean he just he lays that groove in he throws cool octaves and cool runs and i mean you know i, I would honestly say he's the best bass player i've played with since i've been playing as far as nice. just to hey, start you, doing that. just to start doing that really i mean just to really i mean he just honestly it's just it's it's crazy how he can do that it blows my mind really I, don't I, say I, I agree with you. I don't say it very much to him because I don't, you know, I don't want to spoil the up too much. That's the first time <laughs> I've heard anything like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I feel that. It's true, though. Like, like bass players, you know, drummers and bass players are hard to, especially if they don't mix, the band falls oh, apart, man. you know. We exactly. got the bottom man. We got the rhythm section. They got it together. So uh, <laughs> I've been playing since I was, like, probably 
eight or nine, my dad played music. Uh, he was more into country and bluegrass being Louisville, Kentucky. He's from down in the country. We're actually not too far from where bluegrass was founded uh, with Bill Monroe and all them guys. Uh, wow. But yeah, I played, I played for a while. I mean, actually my dad kind of, you know, he showed me a few chords and then I, of course I wanted to get away from it. And, oh boy, you're going to sit there until you learn how to play this. And back then I didn't like it so much, but today I'm, I'm in, you know, and eternally grateful to him. He's passed, but, uh, uh, I got out of it a little bit around, you know, my teenage years and I started seeing the, the, you know, the MTV stuff date myself and, uh, you know, the chicks and all that stuff. I'm like, man, I got to get back into this. You know what I'm saying? So I started playing again and joined a couple of bands. So I've been playing uh, most of my life and, and really do I've sang all my life, but, uh, you know, a couple other bands, I kind of was more of the backup guitar player, singer kind of thing, but, you know, singers, you know, they, uh, they, they're, they're, they're a different bird sometimes when that's all they do is sing. So, uh, you know, after, you know, having some people leave and this, that, and the other, I said, you know what, I'm just going to do the damn singing and I know I'm not going to leave myself. So, so here I am doing the front, front man stuff and I feel pretty much at home doing it. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, Tommy. Um, I started playing guitar when I was 16 years old, and it was funny because I bought a bass thinking it was a guitar, and I, so I started playing bass. I got kind of good at it, but I just knew it really wasn't what I wanted at the time, and I had another guitarist that was like, hey, jam with me. I mean, I need a bass. You did a good thing getting a bass, but I just didn't like the sound of it that well for me, you know, and I, and I the, the band that got me into playing completely was Metallica. Uh, Master of Puppets had a profound impact on my playing, and it caused me to want to play guitar completely, and I always wanted to know how to get that crunchy sound, that sound they were getting. I didn't know. So um, I, I, I started learning and studying different people, and one person, his name was Russ. He, he had, I guess, about nine or ten boss pedals laying on the floor, and he was playing in a hot attic. It was probably about 98 degrees up there, but we would sit and listen to him play because he could play that whole master of puppets album note for note and he had all the effects just to do it so it was amazing and that had such a profound effect on me and uh I, then i started you know doing other bands i got in other bands i was an acdc tribute band for a little while i did a megadeth metallica cover band where i was uh singing you know uh, both uh, dave mustaine and james hetfield and that was fun, you know, and it got me a little bit of experience at doing singing. It helped me out a little bit. Um, but then after that, you know, we started getting another band together while I was in with Chief. And, uh, you know, it, just like he said, we it ended up being just us two for a while. And we were like, we really just got to do something. We got to put forth a repertoire and, and get our songs together at least, you know, and that way we're moving forward. We're doing something, you know, and we didn't really care if we were just playing for ourselves, you know, we we're playing for the four walls. We were just going to really write our material and, and put it all together. And, and that's the moment we finally got the right members. We knew it would all fall into place. And so that's where we are today. Wow. Here's a question for, for the both of you. Was it hard for you guys to play uh, together? You know, like sometimes guitar players have a hard time, you know, in the beginning or, or was it like an instant connection? An instant connection. I'd say it, it was love at first sight. <laughs> I was trying to avoid that, but thank you for saying that. <laughs> no, we, 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 we work great together. There's no egos here. We switch right. off. Uh, you know, I, so we're like KK and 
which all that probably don't sound right, does it? <laughs> you know, but, but anyway, I, but, 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 but yeah, we're, there's no, no, no egos here with us, right. man. And right. we serve, we all four of us serve the song. Is what we do. Yeah, absolutely. The song comes first. Yeah. You, exactly. you know, it's, it's, I, I've interviewed some, some groups before and like you guys have such great energy and it's, I can see that the chemistry with you guys, I mean, I can hear it in the music too. It's like you, you guys, like you, you feel like the, um, the soul, you feel the energy. It's really cool. That's I'm awesome. excited. <laughs> I, I, well, I feel good just being around these guys. We've been kind of like, you know, you know, the whole quarantine thing going on. We ain't really been, been able to get out and play. So, you know, when we get together, it's like, you know, getting together with your buddies from eighth grade and, and acting like kids and doing silly shit and you just feel alive we feel alive when we're around each other you kind of you get away from the day job and, and 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 you know just all the bull crap going on but yeah when we get back around each other it's like it's a it's 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 a great it's great to be around our energy is great i feel it all the time when we're on the road when we're you know wherever we're at at a bar watching another band out to eat i mean it's just, we're, we're silly we're like a bunch of kids we have a blast that's how it should be that's how it should be so I'm 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 happy you brought that up. I mean, a lot of uh, musicians have been impacted by you know what's happening in the world today. It has it hit you guys pretty hard because I know it's like with touring and stuff, it it kind of it it, ha- it has been rough on us because we you know going in the studio and and making the music and, and and all that good that's great. But our our main you know reason why we picked up the instruments is to play live. You know that's that's the real uh, uh, payoff, I feel, for all of us. We love that energy. We love seeing the crowd out there singing the words to our songs and rocking out. And just yeah. the the, t- the fun times. But yeah, it's been rough on us the last year. I don't know, you know, I'm going to bullshit you about it. But uh, we've been we've been doing some pretty good stuff. We just now finished uh, making uh, remastering our first CD. Uh, just now put it out. We got you know our band camp going on. Uh, uh, wild ride you know you can plug all that stuff but uh just got that going here a couple of weeks ago and it's starting to finally start to hit um and we're going to do some stuff building up social media we got a show coming up uh in april here in louisville kentucky uh this is where the the actual kentucky derby is 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 is, is ran at right here so uh the night before derby it you know, God willing, we're supposed to be doing our first show back here since we played last February. I think it was yesterday was marks a year since we played our own hometown. Uh, we opened up for Tom Kiefer at a pretty big place that Live Nation uh, actually runs. And uh, that was our last show here in, 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 in Louisville. Yeah, it was, you know, uh, so, yeah, it's it's kind of uh, it's definitely uh, we're ready. We're ready to get back out there and do what we do. That's for sure. You guys ever thought about doing? I asked everyone. Uh, have you ever thought about doing any live streaming? We did actually. You uh, did. Okay. Yeah. How did that go? It was awesome. We yeah. loved it. It, yeah. it was weird. It was weird to play to like a cameraman. Yeah, and but, that's pretty much it. Yeah. But it was fun, and we had a good time. We rocked yeah. that shit. Yeah, you know, it's 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 interesting because uh, they do what are, the studios that I'm at. They they do live streaming here, and I've I watched a few of them, and I'm thinking to myself, God, it's you know, it's got to be hard not feeling that reaction, you know. It or, was bizarre, or, man. right? It, it right? was really. Strange, it's know? like you're just used to something in the background. It was it, like you know, a, it was like a rehearsal. No, oh, yeah, yeah. With lights and everything else, yeah. 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 yeah, it looked great, but, you know, like you said, you feed off the energy of the people, and that's one thing about a show is, 
you know, it's not just us up there playing, it's us and the people together, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it, you definitely, you know, you, you definitely miss that when you do a live stream because it's not there. It's, it's definitely yeah, different. Sure. That, is, that is true. I mean, I feel it here during the podcast because I'm, I'm used to having someone <laughs> five feet in front of me and, and it's just this back and forth, but everything's on the, it, you know, internet. It's just so, so weird, you know. I bet you get used to it. Um, okay. Are, are any other any other shows you're planning on doing live streams, or you guys are just kind of focusing on trying to get back out there? Uh, we haven't planned anything live, you know, doing live stream right now. Uh, we're just trying to build our social media up as far as that, and uh, uh, possibly shooting a video here soon for our upcoming uh, release of our second EP, which is entitled Gasoline Alley, which is really awesome um and we you know hopefully like i said the first show back april 30th will be in our own hometown possibly if everything works out we'll be doing a cd release sometime mid-summer hopefully that gives everybody time to get you know <clears throat> excuse me the vaccines or whatever's going on so we can get out and so, i mean i really want to be able to i mean i think we really want to be able to play in front of a crowd that's we're used to playing in front of you know the full crowd we, you know the one thing about all this stuff going on is it definitely makes you uh uh, realize how much stuff you take for granted by not being able to do it the way you, you used to do it. You know, it's, 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 true, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's wild, but that's definitely what we're shooting for mm-hmm. uh, is to get back out there and, and play in front of people. That's what we do this for mainly really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. So how's the writing process with you guys? Like, do you guys kind of like, how do you, you know, explain how you guys write the music? Good. Uh, it usually it starts with a riff. riff. A lot of times we'll we'll have some kind of cool riff that's written and we'll work with that. Uh, it kind of builds off that. Then a lot of times a vocal melody will come over that somewhere, and then we're we're working with that too. And um, you know everything else kind of gets thrown in the stew pot, so to speak. Okay. And, uh, it's usually how it works. Um, we've tried some, a few different things before, like maybe just starting off with a beat, or maybe having Mick start off with some bass and you know, things like that. Sometimes we get experimental on how we write, um, but we kind of have a formula for what we do. I'd say to a little degree, we, um, we, we know where we need to fit everything and where the pieces need to lie. So we work with that. And that's, I guess that's, you could say it's our song process. Okay. Writing. And then, and then typically how long does it take you guys to just complete a song? That varies. <laughs> I mean, it varies. It varies. Sometimes it's up weeks. You know, there's been times where uh, one actually took a month to write and it was grueling, man. We were yelling and screaming at each other and the chief was like, fuck you guys, I'm out. And then we, yeah, it was just, it was insane. Yes. All right. So norm, a normal day in writing. <laughs> he takes his sticks yeah. and throws them in my head. and <laughs> That's wild, man. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, that's one thing about writing is it, you know, you got a lot of people out here doing, you know, and I'm not knocking people for, for doing the covers and the tribute bands and stuff. But but when, you know, writing, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to just put anything out. So that's what we try to pride ourselves on, you know, you know, making sure we put the, the wild ride stamp on it before it goes out the door. And uh, sometimes it, it doesn't happen easy. Sometimes, like I said, there's some songs that we have actually haven't completed because we were having trouble going going on with it. So we just go on to something else. And I'm sure maybe that stuff will come out on the box set or something. I don't know. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Fifteen years from now. That makes yeah. sense. 
that after we sense. split up and then get back together. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to follow the formula, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The kiss formula. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's talk about recording. Uh, how do, what's your recording process? Do you guys record live together, or do you do it uh, individually? Like, how do you guys record? Well, um, for this last album, I can't speak for the first because I wasn't on it, but for this last album, we started, basically we recorded the drum tracks first. Um, everybody played together. Um, we recorded the drums and the bass, I think, right? Yeah, bass was second, yeah. And then Chief and Tommy went back in and recorded their parts separately and... And then leads. Yeah. And then vocals. Vocals last. And then we did yeah. background vocals. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was curious. I, some bands have the drummer just come lay all the drums down and then he's off for like six months. <laughs> Not this guy, no. -uh. He gets to work, you know. <laughs> he does it all. Do you guys do you guys record with a, a studio or do you have your own recording studio? Like, how do you guys do that? No, I'm a studio. Yeah, yeah so you guys uh, rent the studio out. <laughs> ARC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, ARC. Yeah, John Was Madden, American Madden. Recording Company. Craft. Yeah, That's John Madden kicks butt, man. This second EP is uh. It's just the quality of it is unreal, and I would definitely recommend him to anybody as far as, uh, uh, you know, in this tri-state area or whatever. He does a great job, and you'll yeah. see when this new CD comes out, you know, just how how well the production is on it. And he puts his little uh, two cents in on stuff that, you know, something, you know, the first one I think we did, we tried to basically engineer a CD that we didn't even know what the heck we was doing, really, as far as studio stuff goes. This time, we kind of sit back and said, look, we'll do it. And let him do his job, and 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 then we might critique a little bit, but it's more his baby after we record what we record, and you can tell a big difference in the in the production and how well you know how much better it sounds. Uh, it's just it's a, just a a great EP. He does a great job. Uh, is he acting like a recording producer, or do you or are you guys in charge of like who does you know like do the take again and. Or do you guys have a producer that? No, we we actually we're we're more in charge. If we don't like what we what what we've done, we'll go back and say no, we're going to do that again or whatever. I mean, we're basically in charge of it. But we kind of we you know we kind of gave some of the power to him because you know he's the he's the engineer and he knows the stuff a lot better than we do. And 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 uh, and and it, and it shows in this last recording, you know, how much better it sounds when we step back and let him do his thing you know we we definitely was overseeing it and if we didn't like it of course we you know we had the final say but usually when he done stuff it was definitely we were like hell yeah that sounds great let's keep it like that and he showed us a, you know a lot of tricks that he does with certain things you know the doubling up the guitars and all that stuff uh and and, and it just made fatter sound it just it sounds phenomenal what what is actually arc uh american mix? recording company yeah company yeah yeah i think so yeah yeah okay, cool. yeah for those that are listening uh there's going to be links in the description and if you're watching the youtube you know follow the same shenanigans down below in the comments and descriptions Absolutely. and stuff um so yeah. <coughs> sorry okay so so now this year like you guys are talking about focusing on touring and stuff um do you guys see any anything 
preventing you from starting touring other other than obviously another surge and lockdowns and stuff like that but anything else that you think that might prevent you from touring i i doubt it really Rain no sleeping. nothing we would be out there right now if we could we would mm-hmm. we would have never stopped I mean, we, we actually thought 2020 was going to be our year <laughs> i mean we were our momentum was ridiculous i mean we were playing out of town shows to some some pretty packed houses and they were digging it and uh you know we really felt like 2020 was going to be our year but we you know 2020 forces kicked us all in the ass so uh if it wasn't for this everything going on we would be out there right now playing for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean time spent writing yeah Uh, that's oh gosh i don't know well we've definitely met some really cool people i mean opening for tom Kiefer, we got to meet him and yeah. hang out with him for a bit yeah, we partied with him it's fun i mean who else have we opened up for la guns uh um, udo, udo, udo from except yeah. yeah udo i'm sorry udo from except oh okay yeah, yeah. Udo dirk schneider oh, that's awesome. kingdom come yeah, Kingdom Come, we hold up to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, on the road, we're kind of out doing our own shenanigans as far as hanging out with other bands. I mean, uh, there are definitely other original bands out there we cross paths with, and, and we see it's like a, re, you know, a reunion seeing each other because, you know, we're out there doing the same thing. There's a lot of bands out there doing the Road Warrior stuff. And uh, when you get to run up on some of them that you ain't seen for a while, you hang out and drink yeah. some beers and go out to the clubs and, you know, uh, stuff like that. But a lot of the times it's just us together. When we get out there, it's like, you know, four kids out on a field trip without their parents, you know, <laughs> we're just wreaking <laughs> havoc on wherever we're at, having a blast, you know, nice. platinum dolls, baby. Woo-hoo! <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask two questions and these are questions. Most musicians don't like answering. So I hope you answer it. Question number one, what is your favorite venue to perform at and question number two what was the worst venue that you performed at oh shit yeah a lot of people don't like putting the venues on blasts good or bad so i I just love asking that's a great question for me so far the favorite my favorite venue we've played at is a place here in louisville called mercury ballroom uh like 900 to mercury something yeah awesome place play there a couple times now yeah as the worst probably the worst i probably wasn't at this show because i know what they're gonna I, say I, 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 probably a back i don't know man i think the worst for me honestly was the british lion gig um in lexington really? yeah, we'll Steve Harris. great club but that was a rough gig that was a rough crowd to impress yeah it was really? strange yeah what, yeah. what happened those maiden, those maiden fans uh. just want Steve Harris and Iron Maiden, you yeah. know, British line. <laughs> but Steve Harris yeah. is cool to tell too. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Oh, yeah. He likes corned beef or something. What does he like? Um, Steve, Steve loves pot roast. 
<laughs> yeah, Mick got to, you know, we all got to meet him and Mick asked him the question, well, how did you ask him? Did you hey, ask him that? hey, Steve, do you like pot roast? He goes, <laughs> yeah. And then Mick just walked and then, away. And I just walked <laughs> off. And, <laughs> he was crushed. He was really wanting some pot roast, you know, and I, I didn't deliver. So. Steve, right. if you're watching this. We're sorry we didn't give you pot roast. We'll get you next time. And next time, dude, you're getting some pot roast. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. But, yeah, I'd oh, say my, my favorite place that I've actually played, not with this band, but I, I mean, honestly, was the whiskey in, in, in yeah. LA. I played, <laughs> yeah. I played there back in, in the old man, I think. And we're we're going to get out there for sure. I love that. Just the nostalgia of it, you know, yep. just being there on the strip, you know. Yeah. To me, that's. that's it's badass. Yeah, that's my favorite venue to perform at. I, I I've played there so many times. I love it. You know, it's Lucky you guy. walk in there and you just feel like you're on a you know sacred ground. You know, yes. You can feel you feel the history. Yeah, you can feel the history. Yeah, yeah. You feel Molly it. Cruz played there. Alice Cooper, The Doors, Kiss played there. Just a couple. Man, of weeks who there. hasn't? You know, it's like Zeppelin, Hendrix, <laughs> all of them, man. Jimi Hendrix, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pink Floyd, I think, back in the day with Sid Barrett. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that. I'll, I'll, we definitely are going to have to get out back. I mean, get out there for sure. Yeah, when yeah. you guys when you guys are out here, I'll be there for sure. No, Hell yeah. Made L.A. Was that the Wild Ride Invasion of L.A.? It's happening. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, so what what would be the worst venue then, Chief? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, everybody did. A, a lot of the guys didn't like. I don't think Kid was in the band at the time when we played Chicago. I wouldn't say it was a. The venue was as bad as it was. We went up there in a winter vortex, so uh, oh. it was it was pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, it was a. Uh, the heat was kind of not so great. <laughs> so, the heater was broke that night. They didn't have any. Yeah, heat. it was broke, and we were just yeah. It yeah. was. It we, was we were playing up on stage and we were seeing our breath and it was so cold in there. I mean, I, I swear my, my fingers stuck to my guitar. It seemed uh, like it was major shrinkage too, dude. Not good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, and we still can't figure out what was on that, on the back of it, your base case, Nick. I mean, yeah, it looked like somebody, yeah, it's a mess. Oh, on the back my of the base case. case, my base yeah. case had this weird dripping white substance on it when we pulled it out um, of the trailer. His fans are crazy. My fans are crazy, dude. I have my own breed. I'm gonna say it was snow. I mean, I'm God. hoping it was snow and salt, but it sure didn't look like it. It, it didn't. It, it, <laughs> might have been part snow. Old. It might <laughs> have some. Yeah, it might have some salt in it. I it was gonna say. Salt. I think some old bum just came up on it and started humping it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I pictured in my mind. I don't know. But you, you said you pulled it out of the the trailer and it was like that. And it just had this giant white. Kind of ripping. Was it out of the trailer actually coming back out of the club? I thought we were loading it into the. I don't remember hell. I can't remember either, dude. That was a long night. I don't know, man. Pulling it out of the trailer, kind of like. Uh... It sounds like some stuff <laughs> buzz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some weird stuff. I got you, man. Now you finally figured it out. It was me, dude. It was me. <laughs> Damn it! I thought you'd never put that together. <laughs> hey, we got it, man. Detective <laughs> work. <laughs> Man, this is yeah. Wild. That game was was pretty wretched. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just I think it was more the timing of it than mm -hmm. anything. I mean, I'm sure it's a great place 
when it's warmer there. But <laughs> we, just, it's, we didn't, the timing of what we did, it was, it, and, and, you know, stuff like that makes you closer as a man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody, yeah. that's paying your dues, you know? Yeah. That's true. That's true. Definitely. What about you, Tommy? Any, would that, would you consider that the worst gig? I, yeah, in my mind, yes. Yeah. I would. Okay. Okay. What about the best venue? Oh. Or best gig? I mean, it's kind of the same question. You like bourbon. Hall. I love the bourbon hall. Yeah. I mean, I think the bourbon hall is a re- was a really nice venue. Uh, they always treated us like stars. They they were lenient with us. Like one time they told us uh, we can't bring in our own alcohol, and I think somebody did. And they you know they were really lenient about it. You know, where as they kicked other people out sometimes. So I mean, they they uh backstage they always accommodate us. They bought actually bought a brew. You know. Uh, for us a lot of times and you know just just made us welcome you know well we drawed a lot of people i mean that's one mm-hmm. thing about us here in our own hometown and that's what we're trying to do outside of here is just replicate you know duplicate what we're doing here is for an original band we draw man i mean we can draw some people if you look at some of the videos you'll see it's 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 some packed houses you know what i'm saying just and it's yeah. all off our music yeah. you Mostly know and that's bars, yeah. yeah so i mean i, I you know, these clubs, they know when they get Wild Ride coming in that they're going to make some money that night. And you, you have to give it the credit to the fans because the fans know what they want. Yeah. And that's that's what it's all about. It's it's really, that's what it boils down to. You know, it's like, it, it doesn't matter about the hype or anything like that. It's all about the music and it's about pleasing the fans and not shortchanging them, not cheating them, giving them what they want, you know. And yeah, right. I, I feel that Wild Ride does a pretty good job of that. And 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 the fans show us a lot of love, and we we're appreciative of that. You know, we know okay. we wouldn't be where we are without them. Exactly, our fans and friends are just great people, awesome people. Harold out there, Harold rocks, Carly, all those people. Shout out to them. Yeah, yeah Christy, Christy out Carly. there with you guys. Where you are? You in where? Uh, California. Are you in LA or where you at? Uh, San Diego. San Diego, I think Christy's from out there with you, right? You know yeah, Christy? yeah. She actually blogs for the podcast website. She's so awesome, um, super awesome, super. Yeah. People like that, you know, are what keeps rock and roll going. You know, we're like, you know, we're, we're not, we're not the mainstream. You know, uh, go ahead. No, oh, we got to give another shout out to Les Paul. Les Paul is amazing. He, he's he's really supported us a lot, and you know, it's just it's incredible. Um, yeah, his um, his friend Mike, you know they. Fulkerson, they, yeah. Oh yeah, you know. Fulkerson. I had last look on my guitar. He's he's got expert knowledge and he's been real cool with getting me set up. You know when I needed it. What is it, Paul stage. Dean Guitar? Shout out to them. Actually, mm-hmm. Les Paul is Mick Mars' son. Yeah. Uh, so from Motley Crue, but mm-hmm. we're giving a shout out to Paul Dean Guitar because they do a lot of work on our our guitars. Paul Dean Guitars. Paul Dean Guitars. Yeah, yeah. check well, them out. We could link they everyone great below. Work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll link everybody below. And um, I gotta give a shout out to uh, uh, you know, our manager Rick Amber. He he really busts his ass to do the stuff that needs to be done. You know, he's behind the scenes doing a lot of stuff that uh, you know, getting this set up and uh, you know, getting the merchandise going and and staying on the phone and the emails and he really does do the behind the scenes work that needs to be done to keep us going. You know. So, I mean, yeah. shout out to him, too. So. He's very responsible for a lot of our success. Oh, yeah. Also, oh, I want to cool. give one more shout out. I want to give one more shout out to Pete Zilk of Iron Sailor. Pete Zilk has is, is, uh, helped me to choose the right pickups that I needed that really work well for my playing. 
And, uh, you know, I, without him pushing me in that direction, I probably would have got something else. Maybe I wouldn't have been too happy with. So shout what, out to Pete Zilk of Iron Savior. What, what kind of pickups are you using? Uh, I'm using uh, Seymour Duncan's uh, SH6 pickups. And oh, nice. they have, uh, yeah, they have a, uh, a good amount of like uh, mid-range that I like in there, but they, they carry the distortion really well and uh, just give it a good overall tone on like it got real metal sound nice nice that's awesome so so your manager (coughs) excuse me so your manager you said is is um the reason why you guys are becoming or more successful right um Mm -hmm. was it how was it in the beginning like was it like you guys got fans right away or did you guys struggle like a little bit about that we when we first the first show we did there was I mean, a couple of years back, uh, 15 people, uh, maybe, maybe 15 people. Mm-hmm. It's just work, man. It's just hard work. You just got to keep pushing it, you know, uh, uh, you know, just keep going, you know, uh, in the beginning it was, I mean, we had some people come out because no one is from other bands to check us out, but really live music, it seems like is we're in a different age now to where everybody wants to keep their face on the phones. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're not out here interacting like they used to, you know, you know, back, you know, t- even, you know, five, 10 years ago, you know, uh, times have changed, you know, and, uh, uh, in the beginning, but you know, it was rough, but, but one of the things I, I, I think we pride ourselves on is, is, is the energy that you're feeling here right now. When we're up on stage, we're fucking nuts, man. We have a blast. We have a party. You guys come see us play. You're going to forget about all your problems. You're going to forget about all the bull crap. You're going to get back down to feeling the energy of the show, the smell, the sound. You can't get that on these phones. You can't get that, that live, you know, uh, social gathering actual feeling like you do at a show and and when you come see us man you get it you know uh on 120 you know uh and 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 i think that's why people come back because they see that we're we're authentic we're not trying to uh uh, nothing's contrived it's us it's Mm -hmm. it's who we are it's how we live and 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 we're real and uh i i feel like the crowd really uh uh uh, knows this you know Mm -hmm. there ain't no you know ain't no faking with us you know and and when you come you're going to have a great time and when you leave you're going to be like man that was a blast Mm -hmm. i'm glad we went out and seen them guys you know nice nice what's the craziest show you've ever had and i mean like it, it could be like crazy like you had a bunch of people on stage or 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 even as crazy as like this really strange incident happened like what's the craziest show you've ever had Well, I know we, they're we not normal like, questions. <laughs> the last one um, was here with uh, Tom um, Kiefer. Yeah, with Kiefer, that that was a wild gig right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just the audience was just really wild, and everybody was banging their heads and getting into it. There, there I was one show. It. There was one show I did. It wasn't with these guys. It was an old band back in I think 2015. We got to open up for Steel Panther. You can imagine oh, yeah. how, dude. It was fucking nuts. It was great, but it was nuts. Yeah, those guys are nuts. <laughs> I'd have to say the one that I would almost say is probably the crazy. Well, there's two actually. One we did at Bourbon Hall, but one we did at Diamonds for a uh, uh, oh, a heroin benefit. Yeah, that was a pretty wild night. Uh, that was a wild night. I puked. That was I got wild. really, really drunk. <laughs> Dude, I I puked all on my shirt. I passed out in the car. car. I ended up going home with some shit. And I didn't know where I was. It was, 
Yeah, I wasn't in the band at that point. I didn't know about it. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, people were buying me drinks left and right, and I had like, I had drinks that I forgot even what they were. I was drinking <laughs> uh, stuff that Dimebag Daryl was drinking. Uh, oh, what was that stuff? Black Tooth Grin. That's it. Yeah, Black Tooth Grin. Uh, I had so many of those, and then there's just people buying me drinks left and right, and I was like, I. Uh, I, I, yeah, I was always a walking good time. I, I think I that night I went home with a fitness instructor. You did. <laughs> that, was good, that was a good nice. night. Yeah. Great story, man. I got a workout that night. That's for sure. It was, it was awesome. Awesome. His name was Richard Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Erica, 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 if we don't make it as a band we can always be a comedy act right we can be great comedians man, <laughs> yeah, man. i'm totally See, turning we have to fun we have fun right. this is what That's we what do all about. we're like we're like eighth graders man we just have a blast this is us all, all the time this is who we are you know right. Well, <laughs> all right let me go let me go around the room let's <laughs> let's start with mick <laughs> What's up? Let's start with you. Uh, sure. Do you have any crazy fan stories? Crazy fan stories? Oh, shit. Actually, I do, but I don't want to discuss it on this show, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> give us minor details. If it's too much, maybe there's another another crazy fan story. You can uh, let me think of some. I don't know. As chief first, as chief, I've got to think about it. I got to think. Okay, okay, let's what? let's go with chief. Do you have any crazy fan stories? Fan stories? <laughs> That's tough. That's a tough I question. Mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is it really all that crazy? I don't know. Just <laughs> yeah, not not really that I can say. It's not you know nothing out than you know ordinary that other bands probably don't don't have. You know mm -hmm. the, the women's pretty you know cliche i guess so yeah okay that's kind of yeah not really no tommy that's a tough question that's a tough question. It, it, it is because you think about it and you're like wait it, uh, is this considered like a crazy fan where this fan followed me all around the united states as i'm playing or crazy fan that would like carve my you know initials in their body or something you know it's well like, mitch actually had mitch actually had somebody trying to uh uh, chat them up on our on our Facebook a lot here. Like I don't know if that's kind. Of, I'm glad they don't. <laughs> I'm glad because I get on there and I'm looking at these conversations like who the fuck is he talking to? Yeah, I mean it's yeah. like you know. Yeah. And I, I'm we probably don't know. Huh? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm. <laughs> Brain fart. Sorry. Um, I I guess the one thing I could think of is <laughs> I, we were going out. We we're coming out of a club one night and we were just talking and, you know, just, it was cold. It was a real cold night out there. You see our breath walking outside. We were just, you know, laughing. Something was actually funny. I, I don't know what it was. And, and then all of a sudden we were approached by this girl. She's saying, Hey, uh, you're in the band, right? 
And I was like, yeah. And she's like, sign my back. And, oh, and yeah, like, that one. Yeah. And sign I was my like, back? really? Yeah. I actually was like, like her, her tramp stamp area, like right above her. Right. 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 Yeah. And and I, I was like, really? No. And I was just like real surprised. And she's like, yeah, yeah, right down here, right down here. I was like, oh, okay. And and I'm holding the marker up, should I? And, <laughs> and, and I think her boyfriend was there. And, and I was just like, it was kind of offbeat at that time. Yeah, I think when, you know, I signed my name Chief. I think she had like a mole on her back. She did. And I yeah. used that yeah. for the dot for the eye in my name. <laughs> nice. Right. Yeah, I remember I that now. Yeah. Now I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what you call a fan right there. That's a, yeah. yeah. He, make this like this. he goes, yeah, he was right back. <laughs> he was keeping keeping his, yeah. did, did she get a tattooed? Do you guys know I, if she I, got a tattooed? We, we left that town the next day, so I have no oh. idea what happened. Okay. Yep. Yeah, but wow. I wrote really uh, giant on her back, Dick Twatkins. <laughs> <laughs> AKA, AKA Dick Twadkins. Yeah, that's my uh, OnlyFans site. That's, so. his, that's his alter ego. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, kid? Well, I can't say I have many crazy fan stories, but there's one that kind of sticks out. It, again, this wasn't with this band. This was uh, with the old band. We were in, um, we were in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and this guy was a huge fan you know he, he was excited to see us and he wanted to party with us after the show so he's like follow me guys um I, I live right down the street we can party a little bit whatever so after walking for almost an hour we finally show up at this guy's house and at you know at this time our singer was stone cold sober hmm. he, he he had to put up with us so we're partying at this guy's <laughs> house we left our singer at the venue my guitar player's passed out drunk on this dude's floor. So it's me and my other guitar player partying and trying to tell my singer how to get to us. And we had no idea where we were. It became a whole disaster. He finally picked us up. Our guitar players throwing up outside the window all over the side of the car. It was, it was nuts. It was fun though. It was fun. Whoa. Damn. So you walked yeah. an hour. I think I do. I think I do. I do have one right here, though. I just now thought about it. If you don't mind, but I don't yeah. want to go into you know too much. Of, we had actually a, a, a porn star dance on stage with us one night. This is a great story. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she was wearing nothing but tape and all that stuff. But I mean, it's not so much that you know the the whole the whole porn star being on stage dancing with you. Later on, we found out that uh, I think she's uh, 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 incarcerated for killing somebody he's or something like murderer. that whoa he's an axe murderer yeah. someone up and set him on fire yeah what yeah yeah, yeah. Whoa. did you find out yeah. after then yeah yeah oh yeah it was after yeah it was after yeah wow yeah wow. he's a hot, he's a hot number no doubt about it. with an axe <coughs> wow like, i swear like put an axe in her face and then didn't she do Set her on fire. Set the body on fire and then ate it or something. Holy it was shit. I what think so. Fuck? Yeah, I think it was a room. I think it was a roommate. So we had an axe murder on stage with us. We didn't even realize it. Fuck! It turned that out into a song. <laughs> it was it an ex porn star or? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so she changed. Uh... No, no, no. Yeah, no. We no, we're not doing no names. No. Yeah, yeah. So she, she, uh, she changed. Coming back, killing me. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> <Hell no. laughs> 
<laughs> He's going for that. Motherfucker, you said my name on live radio. What the hell? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow, dude, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that is that, that's her. crazy. She could really throw down on stage and she oh, she's badass. Hot little number, man. Good yeah. lord. Damn. She make a good man go bad. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, so you know, do you guys are you guys like solely just it, it, with each other in a man? Do you guys have other projects you guys are working on, or like what's you know? I know it's kind of a no, weird I, question, but one of the things I like to pride this band on is we try to stick to this band because I feel like if you start doing all these different, we're not even where we we want to be at yet with this band to even think that way. You know, we got to keep our, our eye on the prize with this thing. You know, and mm-hmm. I feel like if you start doing 10 other things, it's like you're not taking this as serious as you, as you need to. I really don't understand why other bands do that. You know what I'm saying? As far as if they're really trying to, we, we have a goal in mind. We're, we're going towards that and we don't want anything to uh, sidetrack us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've got stuff we do outside of the band. I mean, Mick does a a, 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 a pod, what is it called you do on, on their uh, record? It's a talk show, like, you know. Yeah, he does record um, reviewing bands and stuff, and review, you know, um, just just reviewing things, you know. Um, is it a podcast or albums and stuff? No, no, it's a talk it's show. A What's it called? It's a YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, I want to watch it. That's a, that's cool. Nice, nice. Just type in Mick Watkins. Okay. Yeah. YouTube. Uh, Could I link it? Uh, yeah, sure, man. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, I'll link it. It'll be down below. If you guys, uh, I'm sure there's some people that are interested. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, in, I'm interested. Nice, man. Yeah. I talk about, Funny. you know, Kiss and Judas Priest and Blue, you know, Alice Cooper, Blois Chacolle. So you're just Lots reviewing music? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. He actually got contacted by Aces people. That's true. Ace Frehley's. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. I actually used, used one of his videos, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's rad. Yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, anything Tommy else? Loves to be a man on the side. What was that? Yeah. I said, Tommy loves to paint and mm-hmm. play chess and yeah. stuff like that. And I, I got my hand in a lot of hobbies. Yeah. I do a lot of different things. So. All right. So, but All right. Lots of hobbies. And, and kids and kids been doing some great video stuff. I mean, he's been getting into that. He's, he's pretty awesome at it, man. He's done a lot of our commercials now he's doing, and he's really great at it. I mean, he kicks major butt doing it. Yeah, it yeah, helps having I, someone that can video edit. Yeah, sure. I got a, I got a plug real quick. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Diamond Star Drumsticks for taking me under their wing and endorsing me. Yeah, yeah. Nice. nice. Do you guys have any other endorsements? Do you guys have any other? Do you guys have any other endorsements? Pornhub should be only fans. But, Dick Twatkins, but they're not. They should be. They yeah. should be. Yeah. All right, you guys heard that, right? You guys should endorse them. <laughs> Wide ride, only fans. <laughs> I don't know. You might be on to something there. I mean, axe murdering porn star, you know what I'm saying? Or, there you, you know? go, man. <laughs> no Always doubt. No doubt. That's a really good idea. <laughs> so how's the rehearsal process with you guys? Do you guys practice like every day, every other day, once a week? Like, how do you guys it's do like it? It's like boot camp. Yeah. It's a, it's a militant practice when we get militant down there. Right? Keith has <laughs> this whip. <laughs> He's like, get to work, bass player. 
and I have in that fucking chair for stand up. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to hit the wrong note. Hell Definitely. No. <laughs> I'll I know. Do we, it. He'll be like, that was an A, Mick. That was an A. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's really not how it is at all. No. no, no. We, I mean, right now we're just rehearsing once a week because everything. Uh, sometimes it can get up to two when we're going to do a show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, with everything going on right now, we just kind of, you know, it's it's you know, it's that's about what we do. Maybe once once twice a week right now. I mean, normally we're out playing shows, so we don't really have time to rehearse. We're just out there doing it. Like I said, we're writing right now. We mm-hmm. wrote a couple, two or three songs almost four in the making something like that i don't know well along with our other stuff but you know um we're just trying to get everything hyped up and get all this merch ready for when we blast back out there we got the cd done we got to do the photo shoot for the new cd we haven't done that yet mm-hmm. uh we're going to do that here in the next few months um uh, and um get that ready to go so when we release that in sometime in mid-summer i think you know you know, that's kind of what we're doing right now is working on the wild ride campaign, social media and all that good stuff. So nice. Nice. So when you guys tour, do you guys like you were saying, because you guys are playing shows, right? So you guys don't really rehearse um, because you're playing shows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah in theory, the show is a rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, you know. When you're out there playing, I think I've heard somebody say before, when you're out there, you know, three or four nights a week playing with the, with the same guys, you can't help but get better. You know what I'm saying? Get tighter. It's like, a, yeah. I always like to use it like maybe a basketball team or something as a reference. You know, at the, you know, at the beginning of the year, you're kind of rough. At the end of the season, you're, you just know what the other one's going to do without, you know, looking. And it's, that's kind of what we do. I mean, once we get going, we, we got to knock the rust off, of course. But once we go, it's, it's yeah. on. I mean, we kind of. We, we got this vibe, man. We just, you know, we're like a, like an NBA basketball team or something, the way we play together. Yeah, dude, I totally, I totally feel it. I and mean, you guys aren't even playing. I'm just talking to you guys and I'm like, fuck, I want to go party. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we're actually going out. We're actually going out tonight to see, see, a, see a buddy of ours band. Yeah. Play tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. We might even jump up on stage and do a song or two. I was just yeah. going to ask that. Have you guys ever done that? Have you ever been out at a bar just hanging out and they're like, oh, so-and-so's here, jump on? Yeah, I guys... did that like a couple weeks ago, yeah, with a wow. good uh, friend of mine's band. Yeah, uh, awesome. Phil. Uh, there was one we, point uh, where, weren't you on stage with us, Mick, when it was me, Chief? Oh, uh, we did. Uh, how would it help? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Mick was singing it. I was playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, we have a blast when we're out, man. I mean, yeah, we get up on awesome. stage sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, yeah. dude. We have I, a great time. Such a such awesome guys, man. You guys are so cool. Uh, Thanks, man. You're cool too. You too. Uh, yeah, thank man. you. Appreciate it. You're really cool. So guy. rad. So rad. Um, <clears throat> okay, so one more question. Do you see? Um, do you see? Um, more fan growth now since we're in the pandemic versus how it was prior to like pre-pandemic so like have you noticed a jump in fans because everybody's at home and they're forced to kind of like look for new stuff and have you noticed that yeah i think honestly it's i think it's helped a lot really yeah yeah i really do i think it's steady i think that it's a steady growth based on just time alone um 
whether it's before the pandemic or during and then hope you know it, it's just been a steady incline and yep. yeah it's yeah now because social social media because of you know when we did play out before uh word of mouth is always you know sometimes the best uh way to get things spread uh yeah. Or, I really didn't mean to say that. Or, or don't wear condoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been consistent. It's been consistent. You can really spread fast like that. <laughs> oh man. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. Social media, man. So one thing about the social media thing is now that we're sitting here, we kind of gotta look at the social media and how much of a role it plays in today's music industry and get yourself out yeah. there. So like I said, with our manager, uh, his son is real big in the social media. He does a lot of stuff for companies and everything. So we're kind of going to use kind of like that kind of business model to drive people to us. Now you've kind of got to look at it like that now, more focused on it now than ever, because you can't get out there and play shows. So you got, I think we're steady, but we're getting ready to do to really start rocking and rolling on the social media stuff. We really got to utilize it. And I think it's getting ready to happen, you know? Yeah. We're yeah it's, it's crazy how social media plays a huge role in just everything we do. And, you know, I, it's, it's, it's what makes people grow. It's, it's insane. Yeah. You know, um, I'm yep. just in a way I'm happy that they're all connected. You know, like if you post one thing somewhere, you can connect it and it kind of saves time. You know, because I mean, Absolutely. I run a lot of the social media, and I'm just like, fuck. I wish it was all connected, and some of it is, some of it isn't. And but that's the cool thing, and and there's so much, so much out there that's just growing with social media, new platforms, and yeah, yeah. I I I think the social media thing is a is key for music right now, especially right now. I, I've noticed um, just how people like. I interviewed this this singer songwriter, and the pandemic like. Pfft, boosted his numbers because people are like oh what's new i already watched everything on netflix oh let's go to pandora you know so i want to thank you guys for doing this this was so cool um you you said the ep is coming out when during the summer yeah yeah i we're shooting for maybe a mid-july if everything goes right something like that to uh released the new cd ep it's ep so uh it's called gasoline alley and it's badass i really i'm i think we're all pretty proud of it it's, it's the, the production and just everything it just it's it's i think you know it definitely shows the growth i feel like in it awesome i'd love to have you guys back on the show so we can talk about that when you release it and and see what happens from now and then you know that's a good gap yeah. so oh yeah that sounds awesome yeah, yeah we, we definitely would love to come out that way and play man dude you guys are out here drop me a line i'll be there for sure and i'll bring christy we'll do okay. Okay. cool cool well i appreciate it uh you know everybody subscribe do all that fun stuff and uh follow the links below and we'll see you guys next week